Hello, my dear friends, and welcome to another episode of the Painting Pictures Podcast. I'm Gabriel Roberts, and I'll be your host. You might think I have no plan for this podcast, and you'd be correct. I don't. I just know I've got a little window of time and a nice open recording studio, the uh, upstairs of our house that is soon to become an apartment. It might happen inside of a year of beginning work on it. I thought it was going to take two months, and it might it might happen in less than 12. So I'm pleased about that. I was just poking through a little bit of audio that I recorded on Tuesday morning, and unfortunately my computer was so full that it couldn't save properly. Can you believe that? All whatever, whatever, giga whatever's taken up in this computer such that I had to fumble around and find the external hard drive to clear up some space, which I did this morning. Boy, I'm still ticking along with this old MacBook Pro from from the year 2014? 2000, no, 2012. Boy, it's going to be a 10-year-old computer pretty soon. I've got some big news, folks. I might as well break it on the podcast because you are the inner circle, even though you don't pay for this show. As a listener, a longtime listener, steadfast Charlie Brown, you are in the inner circle. And I want to tell you that my wife is pregnant. She's going to have a... A human baby blasts out of her body at some point. It's in there right now. We've we've both noted it. We can clearly say there's something in her belly. It moves around. Uh, we haven't been able to communicate with it yet, but we do know that it really likes its its space and. It doesn't take kindly to tight pants or being you know, having a seatbelt on it for a long time. It really just wants, it, in a perfect world for this baby, I think mom would just kind of lie down and, and eat. <laughs> and baby could just move around unencumbered. So that's happening, you know, in the middle of 2020. And here I am just talking about COVID. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, you know, where, where are my priorities or how can I be so blind? I'm not, though. I'm not blind to what's happening. I know it's a big deal. But I, I prefer you know, a brand new human being being created inside my best friend's body. Big whoop, right? No, I know. It's a big deal. And uh, yet I still, you know, am like focusing on reading books about electricity and, you know, finding the answers <laughs> going on about COVID. Um, it's like my wife's like lying next to me in bed and watching her belly and the baby moving around. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just finish this chapter about, I don't know, 
rural rural electrification in the 18th century, 19th century. Obviously, that's more important. But hey, you know, we can't all, you can't just spend your whole life staring at a belly thinking about a baby coming along. It's weird, though. I know I'm aware of the fact that I'm going to look back on this time and be like, holy shit, those were the, that was such a special time. And I'm probably going to wish that I appreciated it more. What am I going to do? I'm I'm already aware of that now. It's not like I'll be able to say, God, I wish I could go back and tell myself to really savor those moments. I'm telling myself that right now. <laughs> so I don't know. You just try to do it every day. But the other big news, you know, I won't say bigger news, but it's pretty big news. I'm back on my, this is a bold proclamation after two days, and we're not even really fully, completely through the second day, but I am trying to go back on my ideal coffee schedule, the ICS. Many of you will remember this from back in 2014 when this podcast began. I thought that I would only drink coffee on weekends and Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I'd break it up. Take Monday, Wednesday, Friday off. So I <clears throat> I finally, I'm just, well, what happened was I, I hurt my knee playing soccer, like very slightly. And, and whenever anything sort of negative happens, I blame myself. And I think about what I've done wrong to cause this happening. And I... Haven't done a whole lot wrong lately. You know, normally it would be, oh, I got to stop smoking weed. That would be where I would go. Anytime I get injured playing sports in the past 15 years or whatever, I would probably think, oh, I got to stop smoking weed. But no, that's not the case because I don't smoke weed anymore. I don't not smoke weed. Like, that's not a hard and fast thing. I just don't really smoke weed anymore. And... Uh, I could maybe at some point have thought that I should drink less, but I've never really felt like I drink too much. I just, you know, there was that period of like slightly graying out often in college. That was excessive, but in those days I, I had no qualms about it. It was really the smoking weed that I thought was going to, you know, ruin my, was ruining my life. And if I could just stop smoking weed, then... All my dreams would come true. I'd become a famous, successful artist, etc. Well, I stopped smoking weed. I'm not famous. Um, I think I'm successful, but I still struggle. You know, things aren't perfect. <laughs> so what's left is the coffee. That's the last vice, quote unquote. Oh, and I don't smoke tobacco anymore either. Which, obviously, that was one where I was like, every time I was doing it, I was like, this is not me. <laughs> this is definitely not me. But it was nice sometimes. Especially around a fire with a beer. Jeez. I remember wondering how I would ever get to the point of being able to sit around a fire and not drink a beer and smoke a cigarette. And granted, I still haven't done that very many times. It's still a work in progress. Of course, there aren't very many fires because 
people still aren't really socializing, you know, because of the virus. So I haven't had too many opportunities to practice standing around a fire and not drinking and smoking. But I did it on my birthday. We had a fire and... (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Dry throat. Could happen to anybody. Could be a virus. It's probably caused by a virus. I did all right. I sat around the fire for a little bit and talked to people. Didn't have anything... I I had a beer at one point, but then that was over. And then I just sat there. And pretty much got ready, like, kind of got over the whole party thing a little sooner than I usually do and was kind of just ready for everyone to leave and to go to bed. Boy, I used to love parties, man. Shit. I used to fucking love parties. Be rolling spliffs, be drinking beers, be like, man, I wish I'd brought more beers. Those were the days. Anyway, not a lot of vices to point to, but coffee's the one now, the last one. And I just think, oh, if I, oh, the the, the places I would go if I didn't drink any coffee. So we're about to find out. Um, I've done it. So I had Monday, I didn't drink a cup of coffee in the morning or the afternoon or the evening and I felt okay I didn't get a headache I was a little bit yawny but whatever then Tuesday I had a cup of coffee and it just was gone so fast I was like I just started this I've been thinking about it all day Monday thinking about this cup of coffee Like, okay, well, tomorrow I'm going to get to have a cup of coffee. And then I get up and I make it. And the funny thing is, after one day off of coffee, Tuesday morning I wake up and I'm not really craving coffee. I could have at that point would have been very easy to not drink a cup of coffee. But I was like, oh, sure, that sounds nice. So I made my cup of coffee. I made my cup of coffee. (laughs) Sat down with my cup of coffee. (laughs) Drank my cup of coffee. And then it was done. It was gone. And that was it. Gone. All over. And then it was uh, say say goodbye until Thursday, which was today. I did it yesterday. I didn't drink a cup of coffee. (laughs) I didn't drink a cup of coffee. I had no cup of coffees. Um, Amazingly, even more challenging, I would venture, than not drinking the cup of coffee in the morning on Wednesday was I got rained out at work, came home. It's raining outside. Okay. I just finished work. Like I, it's, I I don't have to, I could have just taken the afternoon off and sat and watched YouTube videos and drank coffee all afternoon and watched the rain. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Actually, I wanted to kind of I wanted to curl up on the couch with a cup of coffee and a blanket. Fucking blanket, bro. Ugh. Fucking cup of coffee, cup of coffee and a blanket. Can you imagine? I did. I imagined it. 
watch the rain, drink a coffee. There's something about it. I don't feel better after a cup of coffee. And then my body definitely doesn't want another cup of coffee. But I just want that peaceful moment of sitting and simply enjoying something to go on for a long time. And that's why I go back for the second cup of coffee, cup of coffee. Not because I really want it. Not that it's going to make me feel better. It's going to make my butthole feel kind of weird. I know that. Do you guys get that? feel like your butthole is sort of like hanging out a little bit or something. It's like weirdly distended. It's like your body's kind of halfway puckering trying to poop just by default because it's got some caffeine in it. That's usually what cup of coffee number two does for me. The first one in the morning, I've really, I think, kind of incorporated it into my routine so thoroughly that it doesn't, I don't really notice the effect on my body because it's just like default. But this morning I did. Today is Thursday, a coffee day. Made a cup of coffee. God damn, that sucker was gone fast. I felt like I just started sipping it. And it was gone. Oh. And I had, because I got distracted. I I wanted to clear up space on my computer. So I went and I got, I looked for my external hard drive. Couldn't find it. I looked for it very first thing when I woke up this morning. Still groggy. Eyes still halfway opening. Dark outside, dark inside. Don't even really want to turn the lights on because you don't want the glare in your face and the first thing I do is start pawing through this box that's usually has my external hard drive in it and it didn't it had my old external hard drive didn't need that that one's full couldn't find my new one I was like great I lo-. first thing in the morning I'm five minutes after waking up and I'm like great I lost my external hard drive there go all my fucking podcasts and all my pictures great wonderful talk about a way to start your day huh And then I started making coffee and then I remembered where my external hard drive was and I went and found it. But anyway, I was like futzing around clearing stuff off of my computer. I just can't quite settle on the perfect thing to do with that cup of coffee. Maybe it's nothing but just sit there. I kind of like watching uh, sports highlights from the night before, like an NBA playoff game or something. That pairs pretty well. I kind of like writing in my journal, but honestly, it feels a little bit like a chore. I got to do something about that. I want to write, but I want to write like to an audience. I don't want to just write for myself. I know it's therapeutic and whatever. You're not, obviously, you don't care. (laughs) You're not. You're not pushing me to write in your journal every day, Gabe. The fuck do you care? Excuse my language. But I care about having a record. I'm sentimental. I don't know. One day I'm going to go back and write memoirs or something. But all I'm going to find is like uh, my neurotic hemming and hawing. I'm not going to find any like solid descriptions of events. (laughs) I'll go back and read this section and be like, wait. Isn't wasn't my wife 
pregnant at this time? What am I fucking writing about? What am I going on about? Wasn't my beautiful wife pregnant with my first child? I'm writing about Carrie Mullis, the inventor of the PCR test, and... <laughs> uh, so yeah, the journal's journal feels a little bit like a chore. Just because it doesn't... It, I don't get anything out of it. I, I like doing the podcasts. I like having things, new things going up on my website. That makes me happy. And I don't have a whole lot of time in the day, so... I like to take that time to do something that feels mildly productive and satisfying. But writing in the journal is is good. I just have to f- figure out what I'm trying to do. Or maybe that's the thing, guys, you know? Is that the Zen approach? You know, all farts are good. No farts are too smelly. All farts are good. All thoughts are good. And you shouldn't be, or there's no reason to to uh, to strive for accomplishing something in every moment, like it's, or to have a purpose or an objective in everything that you do. Sometimes it's good to have nothing, and that could be what the journal is. But again, that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't sound like much fun, right? So I don't know, but I spend. And then the other thing is that I, uh, it, it gets my bowels moving. So a f- couple of sips of the coffee and I already feel like I could go to the bathroom. But by the time I go to the bathroom and read a little bit of my book about um, why we don't need governments, I come back and my coffee's slightly cool-er. And... And again, then it's like, I'm, by the time I get back and I look at it, it's like, oh, that's there's not even that much coffee there. It's not even that hot anymore. I might as well just throw it against the wall. Like, I'm, I'm done. The whole coffee thing is already over. So instead, what I generally do is sit there and try to put off the pooping, which doesn't really help. It just makes it more urgent and uh, generally, like, not as not as appealing in the in the bowl, if you know what I mean. Doesn't have that doesn't have that nice poop appeal that sometimes you get with a real good one. That's that's kind of gross, but we all we all look at our poops, right? <laughs> Who doesn't? Does anybody just take a crap and flush without even looking? Maybe people that consistently put out horrible steaming messes don't even want to see it. I think I've gotten to that point in Mexico. Just like, ugh, just flush it. I don't even want to see... I don't even want to see him be like, oh, that, that, that's looking a little bit solid, right? That's a little bit more solid than yesterday, I think. That little part right there is like pretty much, you could call that a pooper. That's not like totally liquid. No, I wouldn't even look at some point. So, again, it's like wanting to savor that. And, and so then recently, part of the reason I decided to, try to go back on the schedule is that I've been going back for a second cup of coffee most every Saturday and Sunday. And I've had it. So I I still, I get up early. I have that first cup of coffee. Again, it's over really quickly. And instead of just going right back and making another cup of coffee, having like two in a row, I think, okay, well, 
That was over fast, but I'll have another cup of coffee later. And then I'm like vaguely going through my day thinking about when I'm going to stop and have another cup of coffee. And and then I finally often I'll 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 get hungry then cuz I generally on a weekend I'll just start with toast and coffee and then get into something. And then, you know, it'll be 9 or 10 or 11 and I'm hungry and so I'll make like some kind of breakfast food and I'll make the cup of coffee that I've been sort of waiting for. But then it's just not the same. Then I'm drinking it like while eating. I mean, I like that well enough, but I really like coffee with pastries or toast. <laughs> okay, I don't, you know not that into drinking it while like eating eggs and bacon or something. I don't know. It's good, but it's the, the, the star of the show in that scenario is more the eggs and bacon. It's just like a different thing. I like the, with the pastry, that's just a compliment to the coffee and the experiences about the coffee. So anyway, what ends up happening is I drink coffee like too late in the day don't even really enjoy it. Those cups of coffee end up feeling kind of big, which is weird. And then I'm like a little bit just not feeling all that well. And the rest of the afternoon, wishing that I hadn't had that second cup of coffee. And then going and playing soccer and feeling a little sluggish and blaming it on drinking too much coffee. And then spraining a tiny little something in my knee and thinking, God damn it, I've gotta fucking stop drinking coffee (laughs) this is my life this is my life how are you doing on coffee do you ever think about not drinking coffee are you one of those people that doesn't drink coffee if you are i hope you don't lord it over the rest of us don't be that person that's like oh no i don't drink coffee no i don't drink coffee and i do lots of yoga No, I just, you know, oh, it's nice, but I just, you know, I I decided to give it up. Fuck you. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. Don't drink coffee. You know you want to. Don't give me that. Please, don't be that person. If you don't drink coffee, good for you. I hope you have a health reason why you don't drink coffee. A good one. Um... Or I just don't want, I don't want to hear about it. No, but I do though, because I I secretly, again, I secretly think that the most successful people on the planet don't drink coffee or do anything fun. (laughs) No vices. I don't know. That's just, that's just me always trying to find something wrong with what I'm doing. And always like trying, that's the other thing I do is with this house, it's fucking ridiculous how many projects there are going on at once. And I'll often on a weekend find the one, there's this whole house, you know, it's like basically the size of two houses and there's a barn and there's a bunch of shit in the barn and there's just, there's projects on projects on projects. There's all these things to do that I want to do theoretically 
and I'll find that one, it'll be like a Sunday afternoon and I really should just be lying on the couch reading a book or sitting and watching the ducks or something like that. But it's like, no, I'm going to try to get something done. And so instead of just finding something fun to do, I'll go and I'll seek out and find the most challenging and annoying friggin' little thing on this house. And I'll just bang my head against that for a while. <laughs> it's like five minutes ago, the house is just sitting there. You know, the leaves are blowing, uh, rustling on the trees. The sun is going down. The clouds are scudding across the sky. And a man stands up, walks outside, hauls this massive oversized stepladder. This thing's like 14 feet tall, and it's extremely heavy, and it's, you can barely move it. Hauls that out, stands it up, goes and gets a couple of wrenches, climbs up on the roof, and starts taking apart the chimney supports <laughs> and finds the two completely rusted seized up bolts that have been sitting on the the roof for years and decides that at that time he needs to start trying to undo them <laughs> that's to an outside observer that's what that that would be you just sort of watch this you watch this guy go up this ladder out of nowhere on this beautiful afternoon and start struggling halfway slipping down the roof trying to get a hold of these fucking nuts that are seized up and stripping them, trying to undo these bolts on these support arms for this chimney. And then cursing, throwing things, going down the ladder, kicking things, throwing an all-out temper tantrum where literally 10 minutes ago it was all peace and quiet. Like, where does that come from? It's like I want to I want to suffer sometimes. I want to find the one thing that I know will really test my abilities at that time and take it on at when I when there's there's no part of me that legitimately wants to do that. I I force myself to do that. Unreal. It's a it's a I don't know why I'm talking about this right now. It's all related to to coffee. <laughs> it all goes back to coffee. But it's like a is it a masochistic tendency tendency? I think so. It doesn't have anything to do with masturbating, does it? Hmm. I have to look into that. Anywho, um at least I'm aware of it, right? <laughs> God, that was a bad one though. That was a couple weeks ago. Holy shamole. That was a real all that was a like a big temper tantrum. And I didn't really break anything. But it was embarrassing. And I kept looking around as I was like cursing to make sure nobody could hear me. But somebody could have heard me. I apologized to the neighbors next time I saw them. I was like, I don't know if you guys were around Sunday afternoon. But I went up on the roof and I was struggling with these bolts that had rusted out and 
I just threw an all-out tantrum, and I'm really sorry if you had to hear that. She was like, oh, <laughs> no, I don't. we weren't here. What was going on with your chimney? Really nice person. Um, and then I explained how these stupid fucking bolts were rusted up. My God, use stainless steel. People, stainless steel does not rust. Do the do do the world a favor and use stainless steel bolts whenever possible in exterior applications. There's a little PSA that I hope you'll listen to. I hope you're not going to go out and buy just galvanized bolts or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Other than that, <laughs> things are pretty good, you know. Other than the occasional tantrum and the occasional moment of feeling like the world is against me feeling like I'm never ever going to um, get ahead of this house and get things done and feeling like there's always something that's broken or needs fixing or that but that's that's the life I've chosen I don't really, if I was in, if I was living in, an, in a condo in a city, I'm sure I would find something. I just, I'd go and I'd start fiddling with the sink because it was like draining slowly. And then I would like, I would like struggle getting the sink apart and I would spill a bunch of water all over the place and I would curse and I'm sure I would do the same thing. <laughs> So I don't know what that is, really. I just know that I hope I can find a way to not do that a whole lot, especially when I have children that are watching me because I don't want them to see that. It's embarrassing. It's freaking embarrassing. <laughs> oh, what else? I'm trying to fix my eyes. I don't know if you guys know this, but myopia is not a genetic defect. Nearsightedness has nothing to do with your genes. It's not some genetic condition. It's caused by wearing corrective lenses too much. And wearing over-corrective lenses and using them for close-up shit. It just ruins your eyes. So I can thank all of the eye doctors in my 30-something years of life that have started prescribing me prescription lenses that were too strong for my little eyes back when I was like in fifth grade. And then kept seeing me every year after that and making my prescription steadily stronger and stronger and, and, and ruining my vision to the point that I have fucking minus eight diopters and literally have to hold something to four and a quarter inches in front of my face to be able to read a, a small piece of text. So I'm sort of working on correcting that. Apparently you can you can reverse it. Um, I'm experimenting with ordering glasses online and stepping back my prescription a little bit and trying to get different glasses for close-up work. And I don't know. I It's going to take time and effort and... I, I don't know that I'm going to do it, but like I literally could, I really believe it. There's a lot of people that have done it and I really 
think I could do it, but like, and there's not a whole lot else that is more important to me than that. Like how freaking cool would that be to be able to like go swimming and actually see things (laughs) and play sports and see out of the side of my head instead of having to lose half my peripheral vision with sports goggles. I don't know. So I'm working on it. Um, got a long ways to go, obviously. And I've got a little astigmatism. And so there's a lot of things to iron out. And again, it's a question of like time. How much time do I have to sit down and really, really work on self-improvement versus just treading water and trying to stay afloat in this Ocean of life, you know, the ocean of farts in, in, in which we all swim. But hey, if you've got bad eyesight and you've got some time, check out end my, endmyopia.org. It's pretty freaking cool. And um, yeah, so there's an exciting new chapter potentially. I don't know. I'll keep you posted. Got, again, got a long ways to go, but maybe in five or ten years I'll have perfect vision again. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't it? It would. It would. And if you have fine vision, keep it that way and and just, you know, watch your screen time. And if you have bad vision and you go to the eye doctor and they want to give you stronger glasses, just tell them please no and ask them about what about should I wear these glasses for reading these glasses you're giving me to see 200 feet in the distance is it really a good idea for me to use them to read something two feet from my face you ever think about that I don't know I don't know if I'll be able to keep up this coffee schedule folks it's the weather's turning out here it's gonna start getting colder I'm having going to have to keep getting up in the dark to go work outside in the cold. Like how many days am I going to be able to get up and not drink coffee? And then there's going to be a baby. And that's probably going to, I hear, mess with one's sleep schedule a little bit. So how is it, how is a man not going to drink coffee? I don't know. I kind of think I'm probably going to have to just drop it entirely. This whole schedule thing is just a fucking tease. Just a massive tease. Keeps you just always looking ahead to that next coffee day and then disappointed when the cup of coffee's over. Oh, but maybe not. Maybe I'll find a way to, you know, do it moderately. Enjoy it. Just a little. Just that little cup and really savor it. The store down the street opened up finally. They're letting people in. Amazing. Seven months into the pandemic, they've finally decided they can no longer afford to just lose all of the business of people in the store buying stuff they don't need. So that's exciting. I hope it doesn't lead to an outbreak. The NFL season's about to be canceled probably because of outbreaks on different teams. Uh, as far as I know, nobody has actually even gotten sick at all. But, you know, you can't take this too seriously. Oh, boy. It's really getting to the point where 
um, where you got to wonder, like, how are how are things like the NFL allowing their money making season to be derailed by this worth, worthless PCR test that doesn't tell anybody anything? Like, how is everybody still drinking the sauce? And now they're talking about another relief bill. I just heard, I've been tuning into NPR on my rides to work, which is not fun, but it's kind of interesting just to see, like, what the the pulse is. And I heard this quote from Nancy Pelosi. Oh, my God. That cretin. Saying something about how we need to take meaningful meaningful, broad measures to crush the virus. Really? Really still think that this is something that we can destroy by being Democrats (laughs) and wearing masks? We're going to crush the virus? People. (laughs) Come on little reality check but no 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 seven months in and we are just just carrying on the director of the cdc the other day said that that he really wants everybody especially college students you know in that 18 to 24 range that want to kill themselves to embrace the face mask and if everybody would just embrace it you know in six eight ten 12 weeks, we could really bring this virus under control. (laughs) He actually said that. I don't know if you remember, but we were originally talking about two weeks. Do you remember that? They actually said in the very beginning, two weeks, just to give the hospitals a chance to catch up. Two weeks. That was in March. Now it's October, and we're talking about six, ten eight or 12 weeks (laughs) where where do we get to the point where we just say go fuck yourself buddy well apparently some people are apparently there are religious protesters can you believe this get this some freaking jews in new york want to be able to congregate in their churches with more than 10 people can you believe that these fucking jews want to congregate with more than 10 people in a church. I mean, the irresponsibility and the disregard for everybody's safety is just, it's mind-boggling. So good thing old mayor is going to get some more police out there, (laughs) make sure these freaking Jews don't gather in groups of more than 10, just to keep everybody safe gathering in groups of more than 10 to praise God. Please, people, we are in the middle of a never-ending pandemic. We can't have people getting together in groups of more than 10, especially not without wearing face masks. Oh, cynical Gabe. Here he goes again. Well, that's what the news is all about and how... This is going to be, I guess, the fifth relief bill. And it's like we, we maintain this imaginary threat so that we can keep 
fleecing the taxpayers for more fucking money. Oh, brother. Frustrating, huh? I guess we'll get there, folks. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Got an election to look forward to. That's going to be fun. (laughs) Who knows? I mean, we could be seeing aliens, right? We really, like, both both sides are saying that they're not going to trust the results of the election. Um, We're all, you know, we're all talking about this big decision and how, God, we sure hope Trump doesn't win, right? We sure hope that forces of good unite and we bring old, creepy-ass, doddering Joe Biden in to save us all. Oh, brother. What a sad state of affairs. I think we should just say sayonara to the whole deal. Just let let governments just slip away into the night. I don't know. What about the roads? What about the school children? I know. I hear you, Charlie. Those are real concerns. I don't have the answers for you. I wish I did. I really wish I did. Well, what do you think? Is that a podcast? Does that qualify? Where does that stand in the the echelon of painting pictures podcasts? It's about 80 of them to rank. I wonder how this one falls. Where is this? I'd put it in. I mean, there are a lot of shitty ones, right? So uh, top 50, maybe. Trying to think what else I wanted to talk about. I barely averted copulation in the bunny hutch this morning i lazily left the door open to bruce's cage and little fernie slipped in there to try to get some bruce obliged i was hauling him off fortunately he was so frantic he got on the wrong side of her and was humping her face so i was able to pull bruce off and then but it was bruce's cage so i I had to put Bruce down and try to get Fern. And as soon as I put him down, Fern is like backing up to try to get some. And so I reach and I grab hold of Fern. And as I'm dragging her out of the cage, Bruce is like running after her trying to trying to hump. And he got one tiny little hump. And I just, I can't imagine that his little penis penetrated her. But it's possible. <laughs> we'll know in about 30 days. All right, chaps, thanks for tuning in. That's just a little breezy something. Hope you like it. Send me an email with any questions whatsoever to gaberoberts at gmail.com or send a piece of snail mail through the Postal Service to P.O. Box 28, Craftsbury, Vermont, 05826. The website for the podcast is gaberobertsart.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Adios.